a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else, for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, go that shit. Yeah, I dropped the Google off of there. You did. I did. Because I think it's kind of confusing. You say Google duck. Mm-hmm. People don't know what that duck is necessarily. Well, we, we, a lot yeah. of people don't know what duck duck go. They is. have to go way back into the archives to, to yeah to figure find out the origin. Yeah. Duck duck go. Just use duck, highly duck, recommended go. as a uh, as a non intrusive non spying search engine. Yeah. So episode forty eight. Nothing yeah. attached to episode forty eight. So <laughs> we'll get straight to the alcohol. Well, yeah. I, I, I did find one thing though. What, oh, that's what, right. That's you right. did. You if, did. If you're interested, yeah. This now is this like when you have dreams, or this is the numbers to play in the lottery? Is that is this is that what that is? Oh, is should we play is that kind of thing? Well, it's kind of sorta Powerball number. It's a nice number according to trustedpsychicmediums.com. Oh, those. Okay, yeah, those yeah. you can trust. Yeah. So it the says the meaning on, of on number the number forty eight yeah. indicates that your angels are helping you manifest abundance in your life. If you keep seeing 48, like if you keep staring at our episode number, yeah. it means that your guardian angels are helping you discover and fulfill your divine life purpose. Wow. So, so nice. if that's the case and this is my life's purpose, when that's when? a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it would be kind of a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I thought my life's purpose might be, might be a tad bigger. In this room? <laughs> Being ensconced in black. I'm saying I should be happy with my lot in <laughs> yes. my lot in life. Because, you know, things could not get better if we don't get it uh, rid that, of Trump. Mm, so. Mm, so the so the outrage the outrage <laughs> carrying over from the signal conversation to yeah. the pod. Yeah, yeah. It's been a depressing series of events. Well, speaking of always. depressing series of events, I'm drinking <laughs> yeah, a chocolate so. oatmeal porter from the recently out of business Blue Pants Brewery from the, Madison, Alabama. Rip Blue Pants. Yeah, because like you just learned of that just now. Being the beer nerd that I am, I was going to go on go on untapped and rate my beer, and it said this brewery is closed, oh, and that was a surprise. And they just closed. You said this last Friday, a week ago. Wow, and they made very timely comp- competition in the. Craft beer world. It's only you to drink that like a couple episodes ago. Maybe, maybe. It's my fault. It is my fault. It said that it was right. it was recent events and negotiations that did not go well for them. So mm. maybe the recent events was I didn't drink you, enough of their beer, or we didn't go there to visit them and pump them up. That, that is that is a fact. But there are too many breweries for us to visit. As as it's much endless. of a brewery it's aficionado, endless. Yeah, it is. Well, it's it's going to be. 
going to be less endless because I think more of them are going down, you unfortunately. Do, you do kind of wonder. Well, because uh, I was in Tampa last week, and that's where I ended up buying uh, this one, actually, from Bib- Big Storm Brewing Company, which they have a big storm coming there. Oh, yeah. Um, this is an October Happy fest. title. But, yeah, they had a shit ton of breweries down there, too, oh. that kept me quite busy in the oh, evenings. Sure. <laughs> Don? You're drinking a big glass of purple. Yeah, it's... Like Jesus did. Like Jesus did. It's true. A big glass of Jesus. Jesus juice. It, you're going to shit on it again, but it's apothic. I, 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 I had a couple I, extra I, bottles. I do not you know, shit on so. it. It is in our house. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's a go-to, and I've got two of them, so I figure I better get one out of the way Wait, now. There's no, there's so, no, there's uh, no craft space. wineries in the neighborhood. No, so. there are some wineries in, in North Georgia we've talked yep. about some doing like a... They have a thing where you tour... Like on a Saturday. Yeah, like a bus that yeah. takes you around to exactly. the... Exactly. Right, a drunk bus. Yeah. But yeah. you still need to get from there yeah, down that. Yeah, back you need home. somebody who doesn't drink wine and just wants to go and have a good time with some drunks and go test all the wines. Oh, we, we you have find fewer it. Jolly Ranchers than usual. Does that, see, does that mean anything? Mm. Usually fun. I have a, a and, one or two left red. over. I think normally they are purple. They are this red. This could be a sign of the economic this downturn. Literally the three that fell out of the jar when I opened it. That sure, you think, you think that's just happenstance. But trusted psychic mediums would say, (laughs) maybe your angels. It was Jolly Rancher Free Will that uh, made that choice. I'm not so sure. Does man have free will? Stay tuned to the Godless Heathens podcast to not find out. So what are we we talking about? We have a signal signal group that we share links and stories. And this week, to me, it felt like it was full of outrage. Lots and lots of more outrage than usual. Yeah, and so I guess one of my main ones, if if I had to kind of reflect back on all the various posts that we had, was the G7. First of all, Trump's absence from the conversation on climate change and um, the Amazon fire. Well, I don't even know if that was one of the ones. Was that in there? I don't even. Do you remember that that outrage? I thought there were other outrages. I didn't think that was your most outrageous outrage, but... Well, that's my most depressing, I guess. Ah, gotcha. Right? Because I, I just see... And, you know, everything, the things he's done this week, too, where now he's... The EPA is cutting back on regulations on, on methane release. So it's just like the whole thing is just snowballing. I can't remember the name of the president in Brazil. You know, Bolsonaro. he's in a big tiff mm-hmm. with... Uh, Jeez, I'm drawing a blank on names. The French Macron. Macron. Sorry, Macron. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember exactly what that tiff is. I think part of it is, is he kind of sees uh, the Brazilian guy sees this as like colonialism. No, which no, no, no. He well, does, he uh, doesn't see that. He got called out publicly because normally the U.S. president would be the leader in that, and Macron kind of took the lead in that and said it was a problem and put a paltry amount of money towards it, and then Bolsonaro called his wife basically, like, oh, old and ugly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know... Because he's a Trump Trump thought she guy. was a total 10, though. Here's your outrages. The Pennsylvania prayer yes. story. Yes. Okay. Um, Federal appeals court. The Trump, or Dotard, on the G7. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian Kemp on trade policy. Yeah. On, on sticking um, with Trump yeah, on saying, trade. Yeah, right. Trump knows what he's Another doing. Another yeah. one of Trump on climate change. Um, Seeing a pattern. Business Roundtable puts that. That was a hopeful one. There. Yeah. I think that's a, I think you're, 
I think I was, you're, you're being led along. The, oh, no, the I, I, I realize about corporations that. are now like valuing people instead of shareholder value. Right. And, and sure the communities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a bright sunshine. Yeah. yeah that, that happened last week. Corporations just overall just started, you know, Say, worrying oh, about yeah. their fellow man and don't really give a shit about shareholders anymore. Yeah, last, if, you didn't, if you didn't catch that, yeah, cover, that's now a thing. It was on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> And we got the last 50 years all wrong. Yeah. We, we repent. There was one, a good one, where the Democrats passed a resolution acknowledging the importance of us. No. Yes, That's right. Non-religious Americans. Yep. And was then, it a non-binding resolution? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. Um, and their names probably weren't oh, attached yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah. And then hey, we take another, everything we can get, though. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's true. There's another Jerry Falwell pool boy story. <laughs> Of course um, there is. And then the Amazon fire and Alaska is also on fire. Jeff was on a roll. Then one of his Christian progressive friends posted that it was great that only 60% of young evangelicals still supported Trump. And guess what? Jeff, Jeff shit on with that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't necessarily think that was a good thing. Trump, with all the shit this guy is doing, is groovy? <laughs> 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 then another one on climate change and methane. Yep. yep and then yep. I posted one about the friendly atheist post about the woman that resigned from the council. That was only, and those are the ones that just go to the Godless Heathens channel on Sunday. Yeah, right. That's yeah. just another the three chan- of us. Right. That's just the three of us. So, Jeff, which outrage would you like to? Throw a dart at the outrage like board and let's, yeah. let's <laughs> pick a topic. Just pick one. Well, okay, so I, I can do a two-for-one kind of thing. Ooh. And so what it is is, you know, on this young evangelical thing that, you know, this is supposedly good you news. Have, you know about the 60%. You, yeah. you, Did you get a chance to look at the, the actual survey thing? A little show? bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like were they highly favored and just kind of mildly favored or whatever, but it's still a strong 60-some percent of 18 to 44-year-olds approve of what he's doing. And that's, you know, with all the shit he's done in the last oh, the couple of years. Oh, the right. evangelical, white evangelical? White evangelical. White evangelical, 18 youngsters. to 40. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, I forget what the cutoff for millennials is. So that probably is including millennials and sure. Gen Xs or whatever. But that's, you know, supposedly the hope of our future. Because we always say, well, these old yeah. bastards are going to die out. And, and then we have future. hope in these younger ones. Teach them well. Yeah. <laughs> Let them lead the way. Yeah. Well, I'm not seeing a whole lot of hope there. If uh, you know, they're cool with <laughs> you know the environment going to shit, and you, well, know, you know Trump accelerating that. There's a lot of wealth there, Jeff. You know, yeah, well, shareholder value to be made. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. We got rid of that. <laughs> you forgot. Dang, I forget. forget Dang we got rid of that last week. Well, you know, so again, so if if they're you know if the evangelical thing is primarily about abortions, which you know, as as you know, Tom was kind of it's, alluding to. He wasn't alluding to it. It's saving, <laughs> saving babies for Jesus. <laughs> he was. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Right. One of one yeah. of the major things. So, okay. So they'll they'll probably you know they're going to probably get something in that in that regards. But everything you know, in spite of everything else happening, though, that's that's okay. So that one issue is fine to to burn down the planet. So let me get this straight. An ev- a story about evangelicals not being true to what you think their positions are bothers you. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it just, okay, so the outrage came from this as a progressive Christian, you know, that 
He was I've known for, and he was trying to years. say that was a good thing. Yeah, basically, forty percent had not t- not necessarily turned their back, but w- did not were not on board with. Well, that's not to say, yeah, no, that's they not to say they're not going to vote for him. Right, it's not to say, yeah, that they're going to vote for yeah. a Democrat. Right, but because again, not to pick on Tom, but forty ain't happening. Yeah. Right, forty percent right, have yeah. issues. Yep. You know. And so that's that's what I'm saying is is I don't see any nugget of good news in that survey. What would a good news nugget in a survey of evangelicals be to you? Yeah. That I wanna um, look I wanna find I'm gonna go searching for that nugget. Yeah, so to me the the nugget of of um positivity would be if they are leaving evangelicalism. And, you know, I don't care if they go to a, you know, liberal mainline church, if they still have to have some form of theology or if they end up as a, as a nun. But to, you know, to see what evangelicalism is doing to our country. Um, it's and making, to stick it great. With it's it. making it great again. Making it great again. What are you talking about? Seriously. Paving a way for Jesus. Yeah, seeing the, you haven't seen the economy? Yeah. Streets are awash in money and gold. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you're starting to see some cracks in that, you know, caused by the the Trump um, fight with China. No, you know, so you know, you're starting God to see some stuff. Perfect vessels I, for his perfect plan. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> where where are you? Where have you personally seen or vi- had some knowledge of a of a crack like that? Um, I've seen. There have been some news stations that have interviewed farmers in the Midwest okay. that are being. Where have you seen it though? Because if I was I was a news producer, I could find somebody to give me the story that I want to push my narrative. Hmm. But in your life, have you seen anybody or anything? Not a poll, not a twenty-second soundbite on the news. Have you? And it's not like a, it's not like a challenge. Damn it! You better produce somebody. No, we want um, receipts. Because I because I haven't, and I don't hang out with I don't well, hang out I don't hang out with those types. Right, and that's, but the people that I know that are like that, they're big time still like that. Well, yeah, it's like still I don't think, I don't, I don't oh, think yeah. my dad's given up his his Dotar red MAGA train. hat. So yeah, you know, you know, but uh, Fox News numbers aren't down. Hmm. And I don't know. Trump has been trashing them now. So I'm trying yeah, to get that, that's that's <laughs> you you can you cannot. Mm. I'm closing my eyes because this, <laughs> this this thread, particularly when I see it on Twitter, gives me a headache. All he's doing is putting Fox, getting him back in line, mm-hmm. getting him back in line because they waver too much. He's gonna slap them back and try to get him back in line. But he's he is also... not anti-Fox. They are not anti-him. No, well, they have to they... be on message. The true news journalists have kind of, you know, like, slipped some truth in from Shep Smith. Um, trying to remember the that's other. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, it. Alan Combs is no longer there. No, no. no. <laughs> if you if you if you're gonna say Chris Wallace, I don't want to hear it. Well, if you're I mean, gonna say sometimes. Brett Bear, you're gonna say Brett no, Brett Bear, Bear no, I don't want to no, hear it. No, but but Shep Smith, but I don't know how long he's you know. Gonna I think they keep. There. I think they. I think they're gonna keep him around because he's a, a useful idiot. But it can always point to, well, we let Shepard Smith say whatever he wants to mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock in the afternoon when no right, one else is watching. watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then tune in later. People to tune in or start napping. And they still know. blur. You know, they, they call that entertainment, you know, the, 
the people that work there, but people that watch it don't make that distinction. They, no. they see that as true news. Correct. But, but Trump has been tweeting more about this um, OAN, One American Network, or I think it's called, which is right. another, you know, it's worse than Fox News. It is. And so he's been retweeting stuff from well, them. So he's trying, I think he's trying to get his followers, you know, to read their shit. How do you know all this? How do I know it? Yeah. Is like he advertising how, on 4chan and 8chan to get his followers? Yeah, feel like how do you, but how do you how do you know what he is retweeting? Are, do you pay that close of attention? I peek you, in you on see, there to see what you he's do. doing. Do you you follow Trump? I don't follow him, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can peek in anytime you want. Yeah. You can still tweet shit at him. So you're dotard curious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, just just to kind of keep on top with how far off the rails he's. So what what does it give you? It's other than other rage. than Ajita. yeah, <laughs> rage. I, I well, but I, it's I, also an outlet because I could say "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you," <laughs> which you do, which I do, yeah, and you know, and that kind of helps. Is like ah, that feels better until the next one, but it's it's just it's fascinating and innocent. I mean, that's the same reason sometimes I'll tune into evangelical shows just to kind of curiosity to see what what they're doing. Watch over a little there. religious programming, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, you get you get. Mm-hmm. Your your blood pressure up so far, and then you change channels. So it's, it's a good test for my blood mess, uh, pressure pr- medicine. It sounds like torture. Maybe I'm a sadist. It's a, to me, it sounds like torture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, like I say, there's there's a fine line of keeping in tune with what's going on, so you're not oblivious. I try to disengage after a certain point, so it's not. Overflow, so it's not. That's when. That's when you get on <laughs> signal. He goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there comes he the goes down the rabbit trail. <laughs> he just leaves some breadcrumbs behind. Here, so here, let me. Out. Let me pass my rage on you guys. Here comes. Here comes the signal. Yeah. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you can silence that. You know. That's kind of my main rage for this week. I don't know what's going to be next week. A lot more of the same. Yeah. Probably I'm sure he'll do so. something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could categorize that rage in four or five major groups. And it doesn't seem to change because, if anything, he plays the hits. Over and over. And, and that's what I'm saying is people always say that we've hit the bottom of the barrel. It's, it's, it's like, no, you know, there's, there's more to come. There's an expression somebody was saying is just when you think you hit bottom of the barrel, somebody's, you hear somebody knocking from below. It's like, come on down. <laughs> you know, like, like the thing that you posted where uh, they're now going to be – uh, the ICE people are going to be testing or you know, subjecting all these um, immigrant people to DNA tests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that's a rage point there. <laughs> that, 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 that is a – that, that was levels. my outrage of the afternoon. And, and that's what I'm picking up on is that's since the economy is starting to have cracks in it, you can tell that Trump's going to be doing everything to tweak this immigrant issue. His base still. Well, he basically will, said that people could break the law and he would pardon them. Yes. In order to get yeah. the law. Oh, he was joking though. Well, just like you know when when he said that he was the uh, the anointed one or however he worded that. Chosen, was, chosen. The chosen, chosen one. one. Yeah, and and he claimed that was joking. Well, watch the video. Yeah. He wasn't. Look, turns out, looks up. I'm the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, he was looking up at, at his God. Oh wait, no, his money's not up there. Neither is Putin. What was your outrage and from the story in was it Pennsylvania where non-theist can no longer give official invocations? And is that for any of the? It was a federal appeals court. Basically, just green lights discrimination against non-theists. 
But federal. You know, federal. But so, but this is a, for the state of Pennsylvania, but it went up. It happened the river in the state to, of Pennsylvania in, in the uh, Third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Fields versus Speaker of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. You know, I believe it was uh, AU, Americans United, Church State Separation, and another group I can't remember is either American Atheist or. FFRF, one of the two. But that, but my uh, question is, does this is this pertinent just to Pennsylvania, or does this then, because it was a federal court, open I'd, it up to? I'd have to take you anybody on retainer to answer everybody. that question. I, I you think have hundred dollars a lawyer, <laughs> but well, we can speculate. It's a podcast. <laughs> Say whatever we want. Um, I think because it. it's a federal court, it has bigger implications. Yeah, because others can challenge it, and they have a precedent. Court ruled um, two to one that the House could uh, constitutionally turn away non-theists. The logic is extremely troubling. That according to the court, non-theistic people are not capable of meeting the goals of legislative prayer, and there, uh, a, only believers in the divine can say a prayer. Basically, what are you praying to if, if you're non-theistic? If you don't believe in some sort of higher power, what are you praying to? The accuracy of science and the uh, good side of mankind? Get that out of here. No, no. Got to have a higher power. So, like, you ask, can the satanic temple? Well, if they pray to Satan and they believe Satan's a higher power. A deity. I assume so. But Buddhists right. who don't have a higher power, right. I guess they're just SOL too. Yep. They can't do anything. Well, they're not really American, so... Yeah, you have to be Christian to be real American. That's true. There you go again. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it because Don cut it out. No, I didn't. Made, no. You did. No, I know. You I made cut, it. You, you mm-hmm. cut out the part, the the context part, and you just put in the part where it made me sound like I was making fun of redneck voice. <laughs> and there were 15 minutes of it and, that yeah. you, dear listener, unless you are a patron of yeah. the Godless Heroes. It was additional patron content. Only the yeah. patrons know that that was patrons sarcasm. Got, patrons not only got 15 minutes of additional pod last uh, episode, they also got a gift in the mail. So You can get that same gift. Yeah, just saying. That's a nice little ad right there. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> but you did it again. Oh, Use the voice. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, what's what's the and new that's show Pennsylvania, on? Pennsylvania, by the way, on HBO. Well, they they have some of that up there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I say, Redneck. It's thirty minutes outside any metropolitan area. So there's a lot of Pennsylvania that's more than thirty minutes outside of Pittsburgh or Philly. On how many levels does that outrage you guys? It's almost like well, they finally went and did it. Picking at it, picking at it, picking arrived. at it. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. they finally just ripped the scab off. Well, and especially if you've been watching The Handmaid's Tale, you know, where it becomes, our country becomes a theocracy. is So you kind of see these little dots here and there that are kind of pushing that direction. DNA testing immigrants? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's probably what's making mm-hmm. things more raging now. Non-theistic can't give inspirational speeches before people vote on zoning ordinances. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we want to put a five guys on the corner. <laughs> you atheist, yeah. out. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're talking burgers. Yeah. But, you know, and then back to that 60% of the young evangelicals. I mean, so if all this stuff going on, they're still clinging on to a theocratic kind of viewpoint. I don't see Cling- that voting. Clinging? They're not. Well, they're not clinging, I guess. I mean, they're... they're Dry humping. L- <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would probably be the better experience. Heavy petting? Conjoined twins? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If that's the future, that's not boning very well that we're going to so really have an easy turnaround. That it's the future, but it's the present. Well, yes, because uh, the thing is, is even if we, now, Jerry. even Ooh. if we get you know the White House in yes. 2020, it's not going to be an easy road to fight all of this 
unfair elections? Is that what you mean? To undo undo the fuckery? Well, yeah. In fact, I see it almost getting messier because they had power, and, and that's what it's all about. It, it's, it's, you know, and I think that's what, when you watch the, the series on the family, that's when you figure that shit out. It's all about power and privilege. It's, it's not about following Jesus or anything like that. So, you know, once they taste his power, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is amazing that that can still produce in you fresh yeah. outrage. It's not fresh. It's always boiling below the surface. Mm-hmm. So it's just like mm-hmm. somebody turns it up a little bit. Okay. So I was thinking about your fresh outrage with that because it feels fresh. And not, and fresh as in passionate. There's no... What are you going to do? More right. <laughs> right. Eh, uh, you know. Like there's no there's no resignation. Say la vie. That's like, oh, oh, you know, yeah, no, evangelical going to evangelical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is fire. It is passion. Sometimes it's rage. And... Live your beliefs or denounce them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, but that's the thing is their, their beliefs have changed dramatically. So it's no longer about following Jesus. I was reading um, a new book written from an evangelical. Can I Get out of here. Yeah. No you? Yeah. No. There's someone like you. He keeps the market. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, so this this is a, you know, like a, an anti-Trump guy trying to explain... An, e- an e- anti-Trump evangelical trying to explain his what's anti-Trump how, how evangelicalism has gone off the rails, hmm. and so he was quoting a um, interview that uh, what, what's Reverend Jeffers, the one Jeffers, 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 Robert Jeffers of the yeah. First Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, and and somebody asked him in an interview is you know like why don't you follow you know, the Sermon on the Mount stuff. He said, "If somebody was um, basing it on that, it's like that's not the Jesus that I follow." Who Jeffrey said that? Yeah, he said, "I don't follow that Jesus." Yeah, that that job. You know, basically, that Jesus is weak. So if if Jesus Plus came that hippie down, Jesus right, bullshit. No doubt. Yeah, it's like seventies Catholicism. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So I mean, so, mass. Hmm. so yeah. So his Jesus is all about power and privilege. Jesus wears a red tie, red power tie. So, I mean, it's very much in parallel to the, the family. You know, so he, he favors the wolf rather than the sheep. Sheep will fall in line if you got control of the wolf. Ooh, heavy. That was. So, um, yeah, so the family is more <laughs> than we realize. Mm. I mean, they're, they're theology. But you, you do, the outrage does seem fresh because you get every other week <laughs> outraged about evangelicals. And it, may, it started making me think of a, for me, as a useful analogy to... Getting over things. And that is the five stages of death and dying. Of grief? Of grief. Of grief. It, yeah. te- it, te- it is grief. But, like, I, you know, it was introduced to me as death and dying. And mm-hmm. then kind of that label kind of stuck with me. Oh, okay. And it's, oh, shoot. Now they're now it's escaping me. But I, uh, I remember, bargaining. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's D-A-B-D-A. Denial. Denial. Yeah. It's yeah. denial. Anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Mm-hmm. And everybody is on the different scale of, you know, what of like whatever the issue. Right. And it's not linear mm-hmm. either. That no, process. you can slide right. back and forth. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And you're at anger a lot of times with the evangelical. When Tom was in here, you were bargaining with him. Well, because there's a distinction, you know, between <laughs> his form of evangelical, because he is one that is not in favor of Trump. So that's an abnormality or a... 
No, no, that's not a word I'm looking for. No, um, Some anomaly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Fucked up okay. thing about Tom is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I'm sure that the the true believers think that Tom is an abnormality when it comes to that. How can you be one of us and not really be one of us? Yeah. Right, right. You know? yeah. yeah, you don't want the power and kind of stuff like, like yeah. we all want. What's wrong with you? You're all in or all but out. The, yeah. But getting to depression of the uh, on the scale, like can't believe this is happening. Fuck. You can't believe this is happening. Well, maybe if we did this, it wouldn't happen. Fuck. Even if we this do is that, happening. it's still going to yeah. happen. Fuck. That's just the way it is. I guess you this know? is happening. Right. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's kind of where I am on a lot of this stuff. I, I see stuff that, that gets posted and, and it falls into the category of, well, I didn't know that to be a fact, but I kind of assumed as much. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like with, with the family, it's like, oh, really? Old religious white dudes running shit behind the scenes. Kind of figured as much. But, you know. Got there fast. Yeah. yeah. Like, zip, <laughs> yeah. zipped right through Not, there. Nice to put the dots, to, you know, together. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of figured there was something like that to begin with. Well, what, what gets depressing, I guess, is I was part of this emergent movement years back. And, you know, We've Doug, heard. Doug Padgett, yes. you know, the one that, that kind of. The guy that wrote the article. That wrote that article and, mm-hmm. and you know, was, was you know, excited about that. The, that whole project was about trying to get evangelicals to soften and, and you know, move away from their um, fundamentalist kind of theology. That was the whole purpose of that. And, and you, so, you do you know, think that was a waste of time or do you think that it was not properly implemented or a lost cause? A lost cause. Yeah. Well, it, uh, yeah. I mean, you know. Sure, they Waste got. They probably got hundreds of people, maybe mm-hmm. to, to to come to their side. I don't know. You know, so it's like opening a, a Burger Shack in India. It's not really going to pick up traction. Not going to. Yeah, yeah, because I think also the theology of evangelicals changed during that same time as well. So you don't think that he, his movement or what he was trying to do was successful at all? Sounds like well, it no, was at well, least partially uh, successful. Yeah, like I say, I mean, it was successful. For Is he still me. Christian? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it helped me learn the path of deconstruction, you know. So I went beyond what their so he, so circle he, was. So he put you on the slippery on the slope, path. and yeah. then you just, just slid right past him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How Christian is a Christian that's putting people on slippery slopes and sending them outside the church? Well, that wasn't their intent, obviously, um, but it happened to a bunch of so us. They, but they, hmm. So they continuously shoot themselves in the foot by doing but, I mean, that's, atheists for a month. Well, that's, or, that's th- this kind of stuff that... Oh, yeah, a, yeah, atheism, atheism like that, for rent. That, yeah. Right, right, right. That's the risk they're taking. You know, they're trying to draw people that are fundamentally... Or, or they are, are they wolves in sheep's clothing? You know, or sheep in wolves' who, or, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. But no, no. They, I, like I said, I think their intent, you know, was. You think their I, intent? I can do. Be, I can do pure. better for you know on the inside than I can you know on the outside. He's thinking. He is. He furrowed his brow. Yeah. He's, he's not quite looking up at the thinking corner. No, but it's a little closer. <laughs> he's to the thinking looking corner. at his flag. He's, yeah. he's on one of the two thinking walls, <laughs> working his way towards the thinking Pondering. corner. Yeah. What was your main question then? If, well, hell, um, let me see how I can word it better. If you were this uh, a Doug Paget type of Christian, I was at one it was. time. It was yes. at one time. Mm-hmm. Staying in the church when you do more good than leaving. If if you 
deconstructed your religion and you're helping people out, wouldn't you, wouldn't you be able to do more good from inside than you would from outside? There may I'm, be some people still in it that are non-theists. I'm casting aspersions. Uh, well, and, and our guess is there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of people in the seminaries, you know, professors and things like that, that are definite non-theists, but they're still... That's part of the, the learning process of going through the seminary is, is that th- that's where they tell you all the, the stuff that you're not supposed to say out loud. Right, exactly. That this they, book is written it, by people. Here's, and, here's, and, yeah, here, here's, here's all, you know, it's like. Yeah. Oh, they don't. T- what, what, who teaches that? In the, in the mainline they, seminaries. I've, I've heard that for most seminaries. But not in the, in, a, in maybe in a mainline in some mainline churches, right? The evangelical churches. The, no, 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 no. That, that, oh, the Southern Baptist good, Convention. Good, good Pat, Pat Robertson quote, and I'm just going to leave it without context because it really doesn't need any. God may have created the earth in six quote galactic days. Hmm. What are those? Whatever you want them to be. Oh, well, if, oh, you know what they are? They are a way of talking around the physical calendar. Of seven days. That's just the the Texas sharpshooter. This take is a, Pat Robertson. Take a shot and move move the bullseye to where the shot is. That's <laughs> all that okay. is. You know. Yeah, they don't teach that. I don't think. Oh no, not in, in the evangelical school. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, they still is inerrant. Is the you know word. These of things God. actually right. happen. This is a historical right. text. So yeah. how do you how do you get beyond with this federal court ruling in Pennsylvania, where the analogy goes south? Is the last step is acceptance, and I don't want to accept it. No, no. I mean, you and know, we saw what happened in Nazi Germany. You know, where people accept things and think that's the new normal. Right. Like, no, I don't want to. So if you switch that and you that's switch like the, the A, well, it's like the meme that that says that uh, America is is waking up to the fact that Germany woke up to however many years ago that a third of its country would murder another third of its country while a third of it watched. That's a harsh. That's it's harsh. Yeah. It may um, not, it may not be totally true. Maybe the percentages are off. Yeah. <laughs> a little. <laughs> there's but, there's a margin of error. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 a better meme when you can do a third and a third and a third. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. know the idea. Yeah, even if it's a ten percent of our population yeah. is willing to doesn't matter kill. Well, and we know and, there's some out there because they're doing of, it. Part mm-hmm. of the depressing part of that Pennsylvania ruling is we've just had two years of green lighting. Idiot judges. Yep. Lifetime appointments. Uh, yeah. To, That's to probably why it was a two to one decision, is because they filled a seat or two seats. That if that, that was that the case, way. I didn't see that in the ruling. I didn't see the those say this was a Bush appointed judge. Oh yeah, I did not see this judge. Yeah. Right. Did not did and not see reference. We could probably Google or duck duck Ooh, go it's back. hard to it's it hard is. to break the habit. It is because it that's a verb. Unfortunately. But and I just thought of it this week. Like when I Outrage, and I know that I put my fair share of outrage in the signal in the signal group, but it's so much easier to look at somebody else's issues. <laughs> it's not really, it's not an issue. But like when I when I see raging about evangelicals, like where is Jeff on that? Still seems like he's in anger. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I'll ever get off of that. That's that's the thing because I see so much damage that's being done just because of that. Doesn't it drive you nuts? Does the fact that there's nothing Maybe that would be depression, is you can't do anything about it. That's why the fresh outrage, it, it gets me just like it probably gets you guys. You're watching MSNBC or you're looking at something, you're looking at an article, and you just start 
shouting at the TV or you're yelling at your wife to the other room. I can't believe what I just saw because oh, yeah. I yeah. do the same thing. Yep. But I try to do it less because it's like, uh, like I, I can't watch this. Mm-hmm. Like I can't watch it. And when she'll bitch about, I can't believe this. I'm like, uh, cannot hear it. Yeah. Like I get, I do it and feel free to shut me up when I'm doing it and you can't hear it. I cannot hear it because it's just it fills it fills me with that with that rage yeah. that I can't do anything with well but i mean there are things you can do and you know and that's one of the things that you're doing you're becoming involved politically at a grassroots level with with a campaign and i think that's something we all have to do even if the outcome of that there's some things i don't think we are going to be able to change at least you are doing something so you're well, that's you're where, directing your that's why the last a what is it called? Acceptance. No, the grief. The you, it's. I thought it was the five stages of death and dying, and you it's said five it was stages of grief. Grief. So instead of acceptance, action. Oh, yeah. I see action. what you did there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like that. I oh. like that. There and I like that. I didn't have to change the the yeah. letter. I could still remember it as dab. Duh. Well, you need a better anagram for that. Well, that's what it dab-da. is, though. Yeah. Well, you know, and denial, anger, bargaining, depression, action. And that's that's one of the challenges when you're dealing with religion, freedom of religion. So I'm thinking like a lot of things will go in protest, but to protest uh, Jeffers Church, yeah, that's seen as, oh, I don't know, he's got a right to his beliefs kind of thing. That's still kind of a... You know what? There was a, there was a, a minor kerfuffle after the Mueller closed. I think after he basically announced that the report was coming out and he wasn't talking. And somebody did, uh, I don't want to say ambush because it wasn't like TMZ trying to get in somebody's face. He was in the parking lot. He was coming out of church. Yeah. Oh, is that where it was? He was like... coming out of church. Hmm. And uh... a reporter asked him, and he was like, I want him. You know, he looked down, he looked, honestly, he looked like a frail old man coming out of church with his wife. And some mean liberal reporter yep. got a mic in his face and was super polite. But he's like, I'm not talking. And there was, you know, outrage. The man can't even go to church. Right, right, exactly. Without the media sticking a mic in his face. Yeah. And by the way, if he would have talked, maybe he doesn't have to come and follow you at church. Mm-hmm. You know, make a statement. But they have their say little something. safe space there. But that or... was, but by the way, that was it. Everybody in D.C. knows where that guy goes to church. Yep. And nobody went up to him after that because that's beyond the pale. Right. Because right. He's, he man should be able to go to church yep. without the media, you know, asking him Powered. to comment on the report that could affect our democracy. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're making my point. That's kind of that off-limits kind of conversation, the off-limits kind of outrage that people can have against that kind of intrusive theology. So I don't know how you how we get past that. You got to vote them out. You got you got to vote uh, you, well that's the only, you, yeah. You gotta, I mean, that you, is the you, only You got to vote them out. It's the only lever of power. I only see two. You vote them out and boycott everything you possibly think could help the cause because it is the only thing that too many of these places understand is money. The other thing that just popped in my head as we're as we're saying this, you know, we're we're kind of saying, well, how come the progressive Christians aren't, you know, doing a better job of getting evangelical, especially the younger only ones? Like six of them. Well, that could be part of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can probably name some that are actually, you know, activists 
you know, like a Doug Paget that's, mm-hmm. that's trying, still trying to do something. But isn't that what um, atheists are supposed to be? You know, the American Atheist Association is supposed to be also doing is trying to get people to question their their theology. So do our organizations, the humanist organization, also need to step up the game to try to deconstruct people out of religion? Maybe they are. Not Fast enough. <laughs> lawsuits that they do, but you know, also the, you know, we've talked about the billboards and you know the messaging and and all that. But yeah, I think that's that's part of a multi-pronged approach. But is it working? That's what I'm saying. You know, I was I was kind of beating up on you know the emergent movement for not moving the needle very far. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not as effective as I'm sure we'd like to see it be. So maybe we ought to get people's heads together to say, you know, then what are the effective billboards? What are the effective methods of getting to these these young people before their minds are brainwashed into elections and the bottom line. If there's a, if there's a third one, I I'm sign me up for it. I don't know what I don't know what it would be, but the elect but elections and profit margin. That is What do you what do you mean by profit margin? If there's a recession? No. If people, if Sleeping Giants, the online organization, does a good job of showing businesses that their internet advertising works, that they put it in these, like, almost invisible ad networks. And they, their ads over the web get placed all over, the, everywhere. And Sleeping Giants is like, hey, did you know, X, Y company, that your ad is on top of Breitbart, oh. a white supremacist, racist, and oh. they have gotten thousands of companies to pull their sites and their ads from Breitbart to be in these these advertising networks. And it has severely hampered their revenue. Yeah, that's big time. Yeah, so you're kind of choke. Well, they did that with Tucker Carlson. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. One of the biggest shows was probably in the '90s was Springer. Oh yeah. yeah big big yeah. show. Yeah. But from a television perspective, not the greatest show. Oh no, no, but, but no, no, was... not, no, no, not not because a lot of people didn't watch and it was trash TV. Is you couldn't get any advertising against it. Because no brand would want their ads. No yeah. reputable brand wants their uh, ads on, on Springer. TV, yeah. Because it had kind of a... Monocleo and, you know, right. whatever. Just, you know, uh, ambulance chasing lawyers. Just watch yeah. any... Trade schools. Rip-off trade schools, yeah. even. Yeah. yeah. Did you take this drug? Well, you probably are, yeah. you know... Meso- Mesothelioma. Right. Yeah. You see that if you watch CNN during the day now. So, uh, real quick, what do you got there? It's a cool-looking can. Okay. It's a motley. This is an Oktoberfest also from Ska Brewing oh. in Durango, It looks like the last Colorado. one. Hmm? Well, it's an Oktoberfest, but... The no, other one had, no, a, no, had no. A, a motley on, on a shield. So, shout-out to Larissa on this one. This is, like, her all-time oh, cool. favorite brewery. In Colorado. Oh, nice. And, name. and we were in uh, our name favorite Ska. Ska. Named after the music genre, I guess. <laughs> because <laughs> Point one yeah, for Jeff. Yeah. He's got his finger on the pulse of pop culture over here. <laughs> Just because I heard Larissa talk about it. <laughs> but we were in Hops, Grain, and Vine the other day, scoping out beers, and, and she spied the label. And so this is like the only, yeah, I mean, because they don't distribute out here. So cool. how this place got it, I don't know. But I've not, i got to taste it. Yeah, try it. And what is it? Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. You might like that. It's got more, it's not real hoppy. 
kind of malt forward. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, so what were we talking about before we got distracted on beer? Well, I mean, is is like we need to ramp up our atheist humanist efforts also to deconstruct religion. Help pull people. Good segue. Okay. Right? Because a source of content for this show and for atheists everywhere is the friendly atheist. Oh, absolutely. On the scale, where's the friendly atheist? As far as deconstructing people? No, on like, the on the five stages of grief scale. Oh. Ah. Where is... Where's Hemet? Yeah. Where's, where's personally where, or his blog? The blog. Daily Rage, I think. So, um, anger? I think so. Yeah. I, I think so. Talk about outrage. That site... Oh, yeah. Is a, and, and you could, you could say, well, there's so many outrageous things yeah. that, you know, how could you not be outraged? You don't want to have your head in the sand. I totally get that. But... The story about the atheist woman in Virginia who resigned, was it, was it a women's council? It was a, a, yeah, a council on women. State, a, a state council. She was appointed, she was appointed, by, appointed the by the governor. Yeah. She, and she had to step down because of something she tweeted. Years ago. Like in 1847, <laughs> I think it was. 1847? I think it was. I think, yeah. And she did. <laughs> I think she was criticizing. Yeah, yeah. She was criticizing. Quality tweets Senator, Senator, Senator Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Virginia Council on Women. And she had tweets criticizing the Catholic, Catholic, the Catholic Church. Church. And yes. how far back were these tweets? Like 2010, I think, 2011. And she did it under a... <laughs> Yeah, sarcastic something, and you can't remember her Twitter, Twitter handle. But. So, here's one of the offending quotes. Okay. Abortion is morally indefensible to Catholic priests because it results in fewer children to rape. Zing. <laughs> that's funny right there. That's good. That's good shit. She's just working on her new hour. That's all. Okay. So, do you think she should have resigned? No. No. Was the fact that she tweeted this in 2009. Is uh, that what it was? Uh, whatever it was. Whatever it was. It was yeah. But was let's just say like for 10 years argument, ago. 2009. Yeah. 10 years ago she tweeted this. Did that somehow bring down the, the council? Did it Did it disparage the council? Did you know, The Catholics on it. They probably didn't like it. Well. They did, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> she, they did not. Yeah. If the shoe fits. The shoe shits. Yeah, that too. But. They don't have when it comes to moral outrage. So does it matter Sorry, if Catholic it was a Church decade old you know, or if she made a joke about Catholic priests, priests and pedophilia as recently as last year? Don't or did, I, did she? Yes. Don't care. Yes. Yeah. So, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that she doesn't have the right to say it or that there's not some truth in what she said, anything like that. I see why she resigned because. Whatever they were trying to do would be completely overshadowed. By, yeah, the controversy. Probably wrongly so, right. but it would be... Because con- every it, article about the council would it, have a paragraph it, about that. It, it would just be open sore, I can see pick that. scab, pick yeah. scab, yeah. pick scab. I can see that. So... She shouldn't have to, but unfortunately she does. True. But is that the way to talk about these issues? What, what does it get you? Like what? What does it? Yeah, what? Yeah. What does it? What does it get you? Other than that second of joy when you hit send and you're like, yeah. oh, I got a burn yeah. coming. You know, it's just, like I said, it's virtue signaling. 
It's it is, but it's also it's virtue signaling, but it's dunking. Mm-hmm. Really, it's 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 a dunk more than more more than a virtue signal. Well, that's why I couldn't quite figure out who he was dunking on in that blog post. Well, that's the part that I, I that I was disappointed about because I had to read it a couple of times to kind of figure out what the point well, of that post never, was. Never, never once the the tone of it was like he talks about Obama wearing a tan suit does not seem at all relevant uh, to the story, and it's the American American atheist that responded. And oh, okay, that's right. Like, yeah, he put that quote in there. I get. Look, I get. I I totally understand, and more than more than most that. The Catholic Church has done awful things and covered it up and all in the name of the status quo. Absolutely. Yep. A thousand percent. But when you... You got a good thing going. Can't fuck it up. But hey, it's been 2,000 plus years. Move, move, move Charlie to Saskatchewan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know, or Kansas City or yeah. New Mexico. Yeah. Yep. I understand all of the bad things that the Catholic Church mm-hmm. did. When an atheist... Or anybody makes one of these kind of low-level social media disses. What does that do for us? What does it prove? How does it help things? I've done it. And, you know, if you went through my Twitter feed, you'd probably find all these dumb, intemperate things that I try not to do. But when you're in a public-serving role and you have attention on you... And you're saying that stuff in, in social on, on social media. You're talking about the the uh, Meadows blog. I, I'm talking about the woman who made the oh. kind of the low hanging fruit oh, type okay. dunks. Yes. Yeah. Should we be better at it? Sure. At should no that point. cost her the seat on this council? You know, in what? All, in, all, in all reality, it shouldn't. It does, but it it, it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. But if you're on that council and your goal is to Help the cause of women's rights or abortion what, rights, or whatever the whatever council, the, whatever the council's whatever, mission is. Right, whatever their their end goal is. Does that help? No, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, you shouldn't have it to does, answer those does, questions. And unfortunately, the headline is atheist resigns, and and I agree with you. Shouldn't have to. I understand why they would want her to, and I think she did. She absolutely took the high road by resigning and not forcing anybody. To fire her, not making it a bigger story. She took the high road. At no point, I think, in this story did they go, you know what? She really shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And, and when we talk about religion, we should probably do it in a better manner. Because if we do, these kind of stories don't happen. Well, especially and not if you... bring up, you know, not bring up, like, all of the Catholic part are facts. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, it's and it, it, it's, it's not the reason why she had to resign. The hypocrisy of the Catholic Church frowning on her, yes, that's bullshit. But it also gives atheists a bad name. Well, the thing is, though, is it, you know, that really has nothing to do with her atheism. She could have been a, a Methodist making fun of but she the Catholic Church. But I'm, I'm just saying that I don't know where atheists Would they really... have asked her to step down if she was a Methodist? That's what I'm you saying. Think? I'm, you know... Uh, yeah. Well, they don't believe in the true God like I do, so <laughs> sorry. Oops. But, that, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that the was the thing I didn't... It kind of made me question the article, too, is I didn't get where, you know, her atheism came into play at all in what she was tweeting. Yeah, I, I know there were, there were some Other tweets... Other than she was that she is an atheist. And she's she's out. Yeah. Well, but it's yeah. it's kind of unusual. 
that you're on a committee like this. You're an avowed atheist. You're not a nun. You're not somebody that just doesn't talk about it. Yeah, but that does I mean, for the committee she was on, religion doesn't sound like it was really at the at the core of it anyway. So the American atheist said, as atheists, we have a duty to tell the truth about the harms of religion. And that's exactly what Gail did. Really? Is that what she did? Mm. Like, seriously. Is that, are you, are you going to hide behind that mm. for what she said? Yeah, Give she, me a break. Yeah, she picked up a few likes at, you know, at the expense of a uh, And And a the joke. way it sounds like she's some, she's some kind of martyr. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the, the yeah. tone of that, I, I can agree with everybody involved that right now that I'm ripping on. But to me, that's not what she did. She made... Who, who was she before this whole story broke? Do you, I mean, do you know... Local activist? I'm okay. not really... Yeah. She must have had some activism really sure. chops to be put on that committee. If she was a stand-up comedian and tweeted that, nobody cares. But your average stand-up comedian is not going to get that seat sponsored by the governor of the state for for the I mean, council governor, on women. Governor kind you of know. Yeah. came after. Her. Yeah, so and he's a Democratic. Kind of goes both ways, or? but yeah, he's a real conservative one. But he yeah. he yeah. is now. I, she said he's like blackface in college conservative. That, that's. That is true. He is a doctor. Okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, he's she, really. She had a. She. I thought her <laughs> statement. Her. I thought her statement was was great. And I'm going to read it. Right. I recognize that some of the jokes I told crossed the line, and I apologize to those who were hurt by them. Straight up apology. Yeah. Like no, no. I'm sorry if you were mad. Oh, Jeff, you're. Oh, wait. Read it again. I recognize. That some of the jokes I told crossed the line, okay. and I apologize to those who were hurt okay, by good. them. Because I hate the apology to say if I yeah. offended you. That is right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. She didn't say. So she was resigning anyway. Should she have said, "I hate that some of the jokes I made about the Catholic Church raping children," you know, and then continue on yeah. with the rest of the of the apology? Because well, she's going to resign anyway. You might as well you know, get one little stab in on the way out. And you know? she's and I, I, I agree with this because of my recent advocacy. A small group decided to target the worst of my tens of thousands of tweets yeah. and paint a false picture of who I am. That's the problem. Is is you know so and so said something thirty years ago. And, well, and plus she was know. tweeting using a satire yeah. handle, yeah. so you know it was tongue in cheek kind of stuff anyway. And it's you know it's one thing if if you and I tweeted out something, but when your handle has satire in the yeah. name of it, yeah, that kind that's of, like yeah. telling you you know, hey, there might be a joke here. Yeah. Somewhere. yeah, yeah, we're just poking at the truth here. You know, this is all in good fun. So Hemet said she criticized institutions and beliefs that deserve to be criticized. Yeah. Well, that's what comedians do too. She's not yeah. a comedian. No, oh, I know that, but I'm just right. saying that that's right. what. Did, did she? Did she? Was that really an effective way of criticizing? That yeah, doesn't see, I don't know who her audience was. Doesn't either. matter. Yeah. When you're putting it on Twitter, it goes to everybody. Yeah, it's out there. You mean when I'm saying "fuck you" to Trump, that goes to everyone? I, you're on a list. Yeah. <laughs> I think the DNA police are coming next week. Well, see, and, this and, is why I could never run for office if if people looked up my. Your tweet? Well, like, and tweet? So, Jeez. Yeah. that part, does it deserve to be criticized? Yeah. Was that really an effective? You're, I mean, they're pissed because some activists went in, did a search of her tweets, found the weak spot, 
yeah. and exploited it. Yeah. And that's where we're at today. Because people are going to be doing that all because that stuff for is sure. out there permanently. They could be listening. You know what? Hopefully they don't have voice to text for our podcast and they would have to actually listen to yeah. all of our podcasts to find the things to rip us about. <laughs> Good luck. Have fun. They could take but, our they could take our voices and, and pretty much just make them say whatever they I mean there's enough out there at this point. Plenty. Forty eight episodes that worth. they could make us say whatever they wanted us to say. Or they could just listen to the right. show right. and find right. it where we actually say Become it. Become a patron so yeah. we continue to <laughs> yeah. so, so we continue to <laughs> do we content. Say more. I feel the outrage from the friendly atheist, and I I understand it. I feel it, but it feels like it's always stuck in anger, which is why I don't look at it all the time. And what's interesting, too, is his blog is on Patheos, which is basically a religious channel. It's a blog channel. And so, you know, I'm sure the reason well, it's he's... for all forms of belief and non-belief. Yes, but but I'm saying it was formed originally as a religious, and and so I think the reason he stays on there is because the hope is is for people to kind of that are believers might come and poke in and see what the friendly. There's a lot of really good non-belief blogs, but there's a lot of good belief blogs as well. Couldn't tell you. But my my point is 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 I think if you're trying to do you know some positive PR for atheism. You need to be aware of, of, you know, there's others kind of peering in. It's not you're, it's just not atheists reading this stuff. Hmm. I would bet it's mostly atheists that yeah. read. Mostly, read. but if you read the comments, you'll find there's a lot of theists that, that kick that back follow. to that stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's de- deconstructing theists where they try and fit everything through their filter. Don't know their and reason. It, and, and if they can't, they can't. If they can, they can't. The thing with him is, is just nothing gets passed. He... He, he cast a very wide net. But it, well, it's his full-time does, job. But yeah. it does feel like, I, I don't know, I mean, you can certainly be outraged and feel like somebody's been made an example of unfairly and still say, probably not the best way to criticize the Catholic Church. Probably not the most effective way. Maybe it's not the best way for atheists to make their case. But again, No, but it, it's the type of tweet that's going to get you a bunch of likes. Uh, from certain types of people, and it's going to get you a bunch of followers. But is she still doing, uh, has she in recent history been doing those kind of tweets, or was that stuff from like a decade ago? Well, that she's some, not... of them are, some of them are older, some of them were, yeah. were are, not. As an atheist, um, would you be less likely or, or more likely to follow that account after a tweet like that? Yeah, maybe after, uh, the. it depends on where I was and maybe in my atheism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like where I was in my atheism journey. Some atheists would be like, yeah, okay, good stuff. Follow this. And some of them would be, hey, you know, been there, done that. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Don't want to. I I deleted a bunch of shit that that would bring something like that into my feed already. No sense in bringing more. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good point. Where you are in your journey. And and I I didn't think about it until, sorry, until right now. I don't feel like I see that enough on the atheist part. It's easy to find the outrage stuff. It's easy to find the anger. You know what? You may, not that we disagree, but is there a better way of saying it? And to... Well, to, to some extent, it, it, like you said, that this is his full-time job, is, is writing blogs. And his, his form of payment is clicks. And mm-hmm. headlines breed clicks. Certain headlines breed more clicks. Yeah, it's, controversy it's, gets clicks. Yeah, that's, that's and may, maybe rage market. sells, you know. Oh, I've, I've, 
Absolutely, I think yeah. rage does sell, or you so, wouldn't you wouldn't get it on your on your YouTube so yeah. feed. So right. if it, yeah. so if he would not write the type of articles with the type of titles that he does, he would not get the clicks that he did, which would not have him on your radar. So this would not be a topic of conversation right now to even begin with. I guess as an atheist, I was disappointed with the atheist establishment's response to that to the situation of the woman yes. in Virginia. I, was she wronged? Probably. And does that deserve sympathy and some anger? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but the is the diff- world going to mobilize behind the Catholic Church tweet that she well, tweeted out? No. You know, maybe is the rage from powerlessness? Because you know the American atheist could have said, you know what, what she said years ago in an obvious smear campaign shouldn't hide the fact that she's been a tireless advocate for yeah. women and she belongs on this panel because. She is doing well, the Lord's work. Just kidding. <laughs> should we take the? I was just thinking. Should we take the position uh, of the conservatives? Of, of fuck you, I'm not resigning. Uh, like like well, Steve King. Yeah. If Stephen King was a a Democrat, would he have resigned by now? With with the call for him to resign by Al now? Oh, ben, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can do that if you have a, an apparatus behind you that has your unwavering support. Yeah. And in this case, and, and on our side, have we have a tendency to eat our own. Well, she didn't have, I, I, I'm not sure what, what, what she could have done, but she could have apologized to the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church may have said, you know what, we're still going to issue a statement yeah. to trash you. Yeah. And but if you hate so, Mary, so if like, somebody on the right, right brings up her and her statements, half the people on the left are, are going to fall by the wayside against her. And half are going to stand behind her. And this is what you wouldn't have that in the other in the other way, in the other way around. If if somebody on the left called out somebody on the right, they would have an undying band of brothers standing behind them. I got your back. And is the rage due to frustration and not being able to do that? And was she wronged? Probably. To your point, would a conservative evangelical or conservative guy have resigned? Probably not. But he probably would have had eight other people that said what a good person he was, and he made an intemperate joke 10 years ago. How could you hold somebody to that standard? So the double standard factor, why? I mean, Steve King is saying things this week. You know, it's it's not, you know, 10 years ago. And she's a woman. But, and and he's not being called on to resign. Mm. He's not being supported, but no, they're not. They just stripped him of everything and just kind of left him flailing in the wind. But as long as he keeps getting reelected. I don't know when his... uh, when when he's going to be up for re-election this year, again? Or oh, next this year, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Okay. Every you know, yep. so he's not a so he's up for, he's up every two years. But sorry. But you know what that what that article kind of made me ponder too, though, is because that is kind of the normal of politics these days. Is people will dig back into your your history to find out you know what shit they can find. You know, it's not just politics. There was a there was a NASCAR driver about a year or so ago whose dads made some racist statements like 30 years before who lost a sponsor over it. And it's, it's, that's, that's, that's a little much, you know, well, somebody that you're related to said something three decades ago. We can't have any part so of, there, of, so of with you. you, you know? So there's your, in, so what we were talking about earlier, there's your virtue signal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that would be, and I yeah. don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know I don't, the details about it. I don't remember who the sponsor was, but just the fact that, you know, 
the fact that your father, you know, used an epithet, you know, three decades ago. <laughs> That's not fruit tea's material. Right. And, no, and we, so we, there aren't there aren't there aren't real rules. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't rules that that you can that you can judge the game by. And that's a frustration, I think. I don't know. You know, it's interesting when you say, should she have resigned? You know what? It's hard. It's, I would have said, and I said earlier, that she probably really had no choice. What could she have done or what would have happened if she said no? They wanted the governor, who was pissing about this, to resign because of the blackface stuff. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, he was... Just a college graduate student or yeah. something. Just a kooky college kid, you yeah. know, doing kooky college things like you used to do. In the 80s. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that is the question. I mean, because it came <laughs> up with... with I remember him talking about his Michael Jackson dance routine and his wife going... Yeah. No. You want me? You want me yeah. to moonwalk? I, yeah. I can yeah. Moonwalk. He's like, yeah. you want me to show you? And, he, yeah. and the wife, he looks at his wife, and his wife's like, "Are you fucking serious <laughs> right now? Yeah. You're about to moonwalk, you crazy wife." <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, like with Biden, where Kamala Harris called him out for that stuff, the busing years back. There's there's merit to having that conversation, but at what point, you know, is if he's learned and he's moved on, you know, so at what point does your past, you know, still haunt your, your present? And how much and how how often and how many times should you have to apologize for it? Right, right. And pay that pay that debt. Mm. And and how many people, you know, like this example here. So she had some shit that she did years back she apologized for. So her value now of where she was on this committee, she's off of there. Yeah, I'd, r- I'd much rather have a politician who's willing to admit they were wrong on a topic in the past and have changed their and view I, and evolved learned, yeah. than somebody who votes or, or conducts themselves in such a way that makes damn sure that history judges them a certain way. But what's so the so what's what should the atheist response though? The atheist establishment's response to that though. It seemed kind of shrill, kind of slack. Mm. I mean, it, it 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 didn't seem very in tune to me. In tune with 2019. Yeah, if nothing else, the American atheist should be able to come out and go, uh, she made a, you know, she made a a joke about a horrible situation in in the Catholic Church. But what's worse, the joke or, or, you know, it's the same thing. It's like the Bart Campolo thing where he he talks about how a certain number of people went to went to bed hungry last night and 30 percent of y'all don't give a shit. And even more disturbing is that most of y'all are upset that I just said shit than the fact right. that people are going to bed fucking starving. Right. You know? yeah. What it, are your priorities yeah. here? Yeah. Are we going to solve women's issues or are we going to look at tweets? And, and that's what a lot of this looks like. It's that right. the anger is is in the wrong. But it's, it's stuff like this that's going to make especially younger generations think, well, I don't want to run for office, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, I can't remember what all I posted on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. What's going when to the, come back? When the people that are me. molesting children take the moral high ground against your jokes, I don't want to be involved, you know, in, in this particular endeavor. It's, 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 yeah, it's but you can, you can be, you can be outraged up. by the hypocrisy and say that's not the way that we as atheists would want to criticize this yeah. hugely flawed organization. We should be, we should do better. I would like to have seen that. I would like to have seen we should we should do better yeah, yeah. because you're also making fun of people who are the victims 
of sexual assault. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. just because you're making fun of Catholics probably doesn't make that much more palatable. And again, intemperate, one time, lives forever, shouldn't have this kind of effect. But we, we kind of are here. But as atheists, I would like to have a more mature and a better response than mm-hmm. to just fling shit back. Right. You right. know? Because we criticize them for not being able to take the hit and yeah. apologize. And when it happens to us, we get in that same defensive ass crouch because we must feel that admitting there was a shade of wrong yeah. makes us weak. Right. And you are your worst moment. Yeah. yeah. And, and that. No matter what, your absolute worst moment of the last 15 years, 20 years, whatever, that's who you are in perpetuity forever. Going forward. Yeah. Right. It's just not the way it is. It, it's it it's not. And but to acknowledge, you know, that fact, you can still be against all the things that you're against and be on the right side of history yeah. all the way around. But if we can't criticize our own or we can't too many things going through my head, it's not even criticizing our own. Yeah. But yeah. Um, accepting that yeah, you know what? We can do better. Yes, we should do better. Yeah. We should aim to we should aim right. to be better. Yeah. So we need to learn from this and yeah, so maybe we shouldn't be using such satirical language to criticize. Let's be factual about our Well, you, for sure. And and if you make that kind of mistake, yeah, you know what? Not my best tweet. Yeah. You know, not not the not the way I should have said it. Yeah, and she did apologize. And, T- yeah, truly. Yeah. Uh, truly. And was she set up? Probably. Is it wrong? Probably. feels like there's no, not enough self-reflection on our side in these situations. And if we criticize the other side for that, when it happens to us, we should be bigger than it. Right. And attempt to take the high road and instead of just getting into these name-calling kind of fights because yeah, that's what it felt like. Kinda, kinda mm-hmm. Yes. Standpoint, yeah. if, if I just acknowledge now that I have no intention of ever sitting as a chair on a council for women's issues, can I continue to troll Franklin Graham on Twitter and, and not have to worry about it coming out 10 years from now and, and losing that seat? If I'm just willing to say I'm never going to be in that situation, the governor is probably not going to recommend me to be on, you know, if they Some look at your Twitter counsel, feed, yeah. Can I just continue to? to I don't. Do I don't I think do in this case you will be, since the latest. Uh, I'm sorry, that's Jerry Fallow Jr. Dalliance with another probably muscular young man in his orbit. Um, Besides the pool boy. Yeah, the new one is at We're Liberty. Talk, is yeah, that, then you Liberty, needed to have another account. Then. Liberty University. Right. Yes, I, you know what? You're probably free to continue to troll your favorite. I think I'm. I think right I'm one. good. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's going to come back to bite me in the ass. Might not. Years from now. Yeah. You know, I don't think we're going to lose any patrons for it. No. Uh, <laughs> so you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, we're going to have like a mass exodus of sponsors. You know, anytime soon. Nope. So. But if you want to be our sponsor, go to our Patreon page. Hit us up at uh, godlessheathensyahoo.com or the Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter at, at Godless Podcast. And the Facebook, uh, Hidden, Private. What Super else? Secret. Double, Super Secret. Double D Secret. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, I've gotten a lot more requests to join the podcast group lately. Hmm. Oh, you haven't joined yet? No, no, not for me to join, but for people <laughs> to join. I saw that too, yeah. yeah. 
spike, huh? Yeah. So there's other people trying to trying to catch you. Trying to, to catch your temperate posts. You know, trying, trying to get into the market while it's you know still relatively cheap. You know, trying to buy low before so we're taken down. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're not gonna take us down too far. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have my uh, I, I don't have my 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 laptop's battery died. Oh, oh. So. oh. iTunes five stars. Five stars. Stop what you're doing, please. Pull over to the side of the road, and sit in the median, go on iTunes, and give us five stars. It's, it's easy. We we didn't and, it's and fun. We didn't yeah, create the fun. rules. We just live by them. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We're real rule followers. Give us five stars. And uh, also Podbean and Jerry's favorite uh, YouTube uh, Time Suck YouTube, and it's Unholy Algorithm. And <laughs> they brought back they brought back a, an Infowars channel. Or did, did they really? And then after the public outrage surfaced, they. Deactivated it almost as quickly. Part of the uh, the outrage, YouTube. I posted uh, a video to a new channel I found on on YouTube. The the guy that makes fun of the commercials. Yeah, I'll make probably watch. Uh-uh. Where'd you post that? Uh, it's part of your outrage tweet. Uh, must have blog. been. I must have been. Oh, if it was YouTube, I probably avoided it just because it was YouTube. You can't avoid I, YouTube's. Yeah. You got me to you got me to watch that uh, that weekly episode, the weekly. and that was thirty minutes of grim TV, brother. Kim says the the new episode is really good. I haven't watched it yet. It, it taped. It's almost yeah, it's almost the weekend. And, and we're talking last weekend. I have not watched it yet. She watched it while she was on the treadmill Monday morning, I think it was, and said that after I watch it, I can go ahead and delete it. But. It was very good. She she enjoyed it. What was the topic? I do not I do not remember. But I, but I like that you know you guys you guys have the same conversation. Yeah. Like, you need to watch this. But I'll watch when this. it's over, you can yeah. get rid of Go it. Go ahead and watch it. We gotta we gotta we gotta keep the mm-hmm. everyone's got their their DVR number. Like yeah. I don't want you know don't want to get it past what's your number. As far as how many episodes? No, or like what? the percentage of your DVR. Oh, we're filled. Oh, we're not even close. We we watch it and delete it. There's right. only, there's only you manage it actively. Yeah, what's, what's the what's smart. the number you're like? Oh man, we're at forty two percent. I've never been at forty two percent. Yeah, I've never had that much stuff. Oh really? Saved. Yeah. Watch delete. There's watch, only delete. there's only one episode of one show that I keep on my DVR at, at all times, and and that's one episode of Fly of the Concords. just because it's whenever I have to have a laugh. If I watch that episode, okay. I I'll would have not thought that was coming out of your mouth. Which episode? It's the one that they end. Uh, the, well, the the songs in that episode are the uh, um, the tape of love, and uh, and also the one where um, if 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 that's what you're into, I guess would would be kind of the the wording of it. You know, the I know you've seen it. It's it's I to know me I've seen it. it to me it's their it's their best episode. It's the one where the uh, one guy gets the girlfriend and he starts calling her Yoko Ono because she's trying to break up the band. It's it's that episode. It's that is that is thirty minutes of TV gold. I mean, it's, it's just every I know every scene. I know every line. I know. I mean, that's the one where he gets the sandwich thrown in his face. Uh, where she makes the pose. It's. That's their best. Episode. Okay, I don't know. I thought I knew every song of theirs. I don't know these songs. This is the one, the, the tape of love. That's one of their best songs. The tape of love. Yeah. No. 
brown paper, white paper, stick it together with the tape, the tape of love? No. Yeah. Sing it, Don. Come on, oh. sing it. I, I sent you a link. I'll put. I'll literally put a link in the show notes of this. Please. It, he talks. He goes. It, it's the whole song is is tongue in cheek, but it's all about how love is like a roll of tape. It's good at making two things one. He goes. Uh, it's hard to find the end. You search around the roll with your fingernails, and, and you. <laughs> it's, no. it's fucking. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll I'll put a note to it. I, it's, I'm gonna. I'm it's, gonna search it out myself. You remember the crazy, the one girl that was in their fan club? She, there was a fan club of one. Sure. She she was very prominent in the episode. Um, the whole the whole thing with the girlfriend where it was like you need to you need to pick the girlfriend or the band. He's like, what's well, going to be the girlfriend? And she's like, I don't see us as a long term relationship. And he's like, shush, baby. It's, <laughs> you know, it, it's that's yeah that that deep. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, we thirty minutes. That's my Tom recommendation. Hart's it's that's that, your, that okay. one episode of... And what is uh, this on? It's a show called Flight of the Conference. No, but I mean what? On HBO. HBO. Oh, I get HBO. So. That's the only episode that I have and on my And the episodes TV. now are like 12 years old. Yeah. So you were, you're raving <clears throat> about your, your pop culture era. Oh, I saw... Actually, I <laughs> yeah, saw... Yeah, that was back, back You're when, a decade behind. And, and you should watch we had this. Sane Life. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't watched this, you yeah. should watch this. I saw this. It is available on... HBO now under the documentaries. Go back and watch the original documentary, Paradise Lost, the child murders at Robin Hood Hills. Go go back and it, it's old. That's on under what? It's under documentaries. Documentaries. It's okay. under documentaries. It's on, but it is available on HBO now. It's it's about the West Memphis Three and and the whole original oh, trial. Okay. It's yeah, yeah. One of the best documentaries. Yeah, I think you were talking about uh, that for somebody one who one said earlier you didn't have any recommendations. I've got today. Yeah, you got to bring in the recommendations. Recommendations left, left and right. Just, any, yeah. any any ten to twelve to fifteen year old HBO show, I'm 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 down. Yeah, I'm good. I'm standing behind it firmly. <laughs> so okay, so I have no recommendation at this point. You've covered them for us. Thank you very much. Okay, so, uh, you know, I'm done inviting Jesus. Uh, that, what? That's my thing here is like, you know, if he hasn't straightened out his followers at this point. <laughs> oh, he's going to go out salty. Swinging. He's going yeah, salty. He's gonna go yeah. out swinging. Whoa. All right, dude, you know, I'm Stimmy giving up. Move. I'm giving up. All right, so who do you want to invite then? Oh, dude, this is you a had, You had better have. Oh. Yeah, you better have somebody to fill in. If, if you're saying Jesus... In, you know, is persona non grata. Okay. Jerry Falwell's latest pool boy. Yeah. I'd, I'd, oh. I'd have a good conversation. <laughs> oh, that would definitely be right. okay. a conversation. He's a real, and he's a real yeah. live person. The health club owner. Yes. yes. Okay. On the campus of Liberty University. We could talk pH balance. and. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening chlorine. to the podcast, Jerry Falwell. If you're Jerry Falwell's pool boy. Or the other open guy. Invitation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I so, think it goes without saying. All right. So I think, uh, yeah, we're going to start opening up this chair to a lot more people since Jesus no, hasn't more been More than my it. lunchbox? Yeah, because 48 episodes in and he's still not showing up. So, you know, fuck that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. On that note, yeah. see you guys. See you, in a couple see you next weeks. time. <laughs>
my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend, and Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend, and Shrinko was my friend, and Brishnev was my friend, and Androbov he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend, and Frank Sinatra is my friend. Frank Sinatra is my friend. Wherever I go, Sinatra goes. Frankie is my friend, and love and rockets are my friends. Love and rockets are my friends. Some of them at the party and the devil is my friend. 